Don't miss out on the latest news and events in your community. Visit StarLocalMedia.com today. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed on all the latest stories affecting your neighborhood. And if you're a local business owner, let us help you reach your target audience with our effective advertising solutions. Visit StarLocalMedia.com and take the first step towards staying connected to your community. Oh boy, talk about a must win for both teams, Little Elm and Centennial. I was at LEISD Athletic Complex in Little Elm tonight for what turned out to be one of the better games in the Metroplex, uh, a 42-38 Little Elm win, uh, a game that they lost last year to Centennial when they fell uh, 0-2, uh, and it pretty much you know, ruined their chances of, of a playoff berth, even though they went on to beat Wakeland the next week. You know, they, they couldn't recover from that because then obviously losses against Lone Star and, and uh, the Colony followed. Uh, but this is such a big win uh, for them, especially, you know, they were down in this game uh, 38-35 with just two minutes remaining after they had led pretty much the entire game. Um, they fell behind early uh, after their first drive ended in ended in an interception, and then Centennial went down and scored, and then Lone Star took, or not Lone Star, Little Elm took a 10-7 lead uh, two drives later, uh, and then they never trailed until the two-minute mark of the fourth quarter. Uh, Centennial in this one scored 21 unanswered. Uh, Tristan Matters was phenomenal. He had a, let's see here, he had seven catches for 186 yards and two touchdowns. And, and then here's the controversy. Now that I'm, t- I'm speaking of Metters and and Little I'm coming back to, to win the game, after they fell behind 38-35, they, they had the ball starting at the 40-yard line with 204 to play. John Matier, quarterback for Little Um, he throws three straight incomplete passes. It's fourth down. Okay, fourth down. The offense hadn't scored since – Early in the third quarter, they hadn't done anything. Their last three drives had been either punch or turnover on downs. Centennial was dominating. They had all the momentum. And then Matier throws a pass intended for Chuck Egwu across the middle. That would have been a first down if he would have connected to with him. Instead, it goes into the hands of Metters, who, who plays offense and defense. Looked like he had the game-winning interception. Refs thought otherwise. They threw a flag for passing to France. And I had a video of it, and I tweeted it out, and, and you know, it, the, the pass interference wasn't on Metters. Metters just swooped in uh, in front of the pass, uh, and it looked like number three for Centennial. He was already in the motion of tackling Egwu, and I had to really zoom in on this because I was coming. It was from the press box. Little Lump's press box is really high up, kind of further back than a lot of other stadiums and other press boxes. But I zoomed in, and it looks like Egwu was getting tackled prior to the ball. You know, well prior to the ball coming uh, into the hands of Metters, and I was getting a lot of a lot of flack, not to me, but I was a lot of Centennial folks, and rightfully so. You know, they were upset, and you know, uh, refs could have. They feel like refs decided the game. Uh, you know, they were complaining to me uh, about the video I tweeted out, saying that you know they should have been interception, should have not been pass interference. You know, uh, this and that, and this and that, and. And so I did that, and yeah, it, it, it's it, – you'd like to think the refs made the right call. You don't want it to, you know, come down to the hands of the refs. But, you know, it, there was there was what appeared to be a pass interference there. Um, and they still had a chance. I mean, that's, that's a penalty, the automatic first down. Obviously, that wins the game. But then they still had a chance. They still had the lead. Uh, it's not like Little Elm scored on that play, but – 
it, it, it gave them life. It sparked life into the Lobos. They completed two more passes, a 14-yarder and then 18-yarder, and then on that third play later, 10-yard touchdown with a minute and a second left. So literally a minute later, uh, after Centennial took, takes the lead, Little Elm scores for the first time since the beginning of the third quarter on a touchdown run by Jason Jackson. And this guy, man, this – one of, one of the takeaways I had tonight, you know, with, with Little Elm, Jordan Hall has been their bell cow since last year, and he's been kind of nursing a nagging hip injury. And tonight it showed he, he had 18 carries for 67 yards. Jordan Hall didn't. He didn't have that same burst. Uh, and although he led the team in carries, Jason Jackson came in, and he also had 16 carries. And that's no that's no that's nothing new there. Little Elm likes to run the ball a lot. And they like to have two guys run the ball uh, sometimes. We'd seen in the past. Uh, with Glenn Young and Corey Moses. But tonight, sophomore Jason Jackson, 16 carries, 129 yards. He had four touchdowns, including the game-winning touchdown. There was a lot of sophomores that made impacts in this game. John Mateer, the quarterback, Josh Joseph, Vashon, Thompson, Vashon Thomas, and Jason Jackson. All, three, all four of those guys made impact plays on that final drive alone. And Jason Jackson scores the game-winning touchdown. He had three touchdowns in the first half. Uh, just a monster effort from him, uh, you know. And then you don't want to take anything away from Tristan Metters, man. I, he deserves so much credit. He had a 52 yarder or 59 yarder and a 32 yarder in this game. Also, Rich Tejada was huge. He had an interception on Littleham's first drive, albeit it was on a fourth down, kind of material heaving it up, but still interception. And he had a 50 yard touchdown uh, amid their their uh, 21 point unanswered streak there in the second half. Rich Tejada was, was great. Ryan Watts, and I want to give a big shout-out to Ryan Watts in this one. He He's had a big week. You know, murmurs about him, you know, decommitting from Oklahoma and, and whatnot. Uh, and then today finding out uh, that his grandmother passed away earlier today. You know, you're losing a loved one that you're very close to. It's tough. Uh, and I spoke to Watts after the game, and, you know, I you – know, Congratulated him on a good game. He had a 30-yard touchdown catch in this game. You know, as you know, four-star recruit uh, as a defensive back, but they also use my receiver. He's that special of a player. And uh, after Lone Star or Little Elm, I keep saying Lone Star. I saw them last night. <laughs> uh, after Little Elm, you know, they capitalized off a muffed. So Centennial kind of shot themselves in the foot in the second half. They had a muffed punt. Actually, hit the helmet of another player who wasn't even trying to catch the ball. And little unpounced on it, and they fumbled an op- the open kickoff to start the second half. So those two things don't happen. Uh, I don't know, but it's part of the game, anyways. And after one of those those turnovers, Ryan Watts had a thirty yard score, and it, and Coach Brown had just nothing of but great things to say about his star player. The fact that he even suited up to play in this game uh, after losing a loved one it, it was it was great to see. Uh, and and everything that's been going on this week with the decommitment from OU and and everything, but yeah, a good game from Watts, Metters, Grayson Darius, you know, quarterback for Centennial. Man, he is he's really made a name for himself. He was splitting time, you know, for the first three and a half games of this season uh, with guys like Nathan Hopkins and, and Swink, uh, and he I think he he's definitely solidified himself as the starter as the guy. Uh, under center for the Titans. In this game, he had 308 yards through the air, three touchdowns. Uh, it, Centennial, they're they're 0-5, but it's such a deceiving 0-5. Like I said, they didn't have a quarterback identity at the beginning of the year. They didn't have a running back identity uh, at the beginning of the year. But now, back-to-back heartbreaking losses against the Colony, which everyone thought would blow Centennial out of the water. And then now, 
uh, a devastating loss to Little Um. They were getting blown out, and then they rallied back and and to lose the way they did. It's such a deceiving 0-5 uh, for a Centennial team that very well could be a playoff team in a lot of other districts. But you know, Little Um, they get a big win. This was this was huge. Uh, and if they beat can if they can beat Wakeland next week, they'd be two and one and talk about a turnaround. But what a game! What a night! Uh, what a back and forth game! Back and forth fourth quarter and a crazy final moments in this one. A lot of guys had big big moments and big games. Uh, but once again, Little Elm they win uh, a nail biter, forty two thirty eight. Looking to hire top talent in your community? Look no further than StarLocalJobs.com. Our platform is specifically designed to connect local employers with qualified candidates in their area. With StarLocalJobs.com, you can easily post job listings tailored to your specific needs and requirements. Our platform is user-friendly and offers a wide range of options to help you find the perfect candidate for your open position. Plus, our job matching algorithm ensures that your listing is shown to the most relevant job seekers in your area. But that's not all. StarLocalJobs.com also offers a variety of resources to help you throughout the hiring process. From candidate screening to interview tips, our team of experts is dedicated to helping you find the right fit for your company. So why wait? Join the thousands of satisfied employers who have found their ideal candidate through StarLocalJobs.com. Post your job listing today and start building your dream team.